How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maurizio Pochettino Spurs destroyed champions Chelsea at Stamford Bridge to finally bring to an end a 28-year hoodoo. As sublime magic from Ericsson and Ali saw Spurs fairly prove they are top dogs in London. As we have the last word on Spurs. Let's have them have it back. Ericsson. Oh, Caballero barely moved. And on the stroke of half-time... Tottenham level it up and Chelsea do rue those missed chances. 1-1. They've lost four of the last six. Defeats to Bournemouth, Watford, Manchester United, Manchester City. Delhi is through and Delhi scores. Pandemonium in the corner away to our left. Delhi Alley with what could be a massive goal for Tottenham as they look to go eight points clear of Chelsea and break their Stamford Bridge hoodoo. 61 minutes gone, Chelsea 1, Tottenham 2, Hyunmin Son, Caballero with the save, he just needs a touch to get it to Lamella, he tries the shot, Caballero saves it, Deli Alli, 3-1, dreamland for Tottenham, they're going 8 points clear of Chelsea, and Deli Alli has taken over the game, a 28-year hoodoo, about to be broken, and they've done it without Harry Kane so far, Chelsea 1, Tottenham 3. Hello guys and welcome back to The Last Word on Spurs. As you'd know by now, you can follow the show across a variety of different platforms. We are on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also not forgetting Instagram. On this firework edition of The Last Word on Spurs, we'll be looking back at the 3-1 demolition at Stamford Bridge. We'll be taking a host of questions for tonight's panel and building up to Stoke to come at the weekend. So let me run you through the guests, talking us through the next hour. Back as always, I've got with me Jason McGovern. Joining Jason tonight, I've got Lee McQueen back on the show, BBC Apprentice winner and huge Spurs fan. And following a very successful debut, I'm delighted to also be welcoming back to the show, Sammy Leon Powell. Enjoy the show. Jace, how are you? Very well, mate. Absolutely delighted we yesterday. Oh, have you come down yet, Jace, from the moon? Well, being April Fool's Day, I still woke up this morning and thought it was all one elaborate sky hoax and that we'd have actually lost 4-1 or something like that. But, um, 
but I realised Toby wasn't playing, so we couldn't have lost. <laughs> well, it's been my excuse, Jess, actually, you say that, for watching the game back 50 <laughs> times, just to make sure we did get the result. It's been truly an incredible couple of days. I mean, Lee, how are you? Great of you back on the show. Lee McQueen, of course, BBC Apprentice winner and massive Spurs fan. How are you, Lee? Very well, thanks. How you doing, lads? Thanks for having me back on, Rick. Pleasure, um, mate. Have you come down to earth yet with that result, Lee? Uh, not really, to be honest. I'm still sitting here smiling and um, I'm looking forward to the next hour. So it's going to be uh, very, very good. Oh, it is indeed. It is indeed. And making his second appearance after what can only be described as an absolute stunning debut, we've got a massive Spurs fan back of us here. Sammy Powell joins us. Sammy, how are you? Uh, yes, uh, how are you? I mean, how can we not all be absolutely buzzing, Ricky? I mean, I'm not being funny. I'm, yeah, my head's in the clouds, pal. But uh, yeah, unbelievable performance unbelievable. and uh, I'm still trying to shake it off. Oh, believe me, Sammy, I'm still pinching myself. It did actually happen. And we've got... We're oh, it's ace. It's it so is. ace. We're going to relive it now for the next hour. I mean, Jace, let me start with you. So Tottenham Hotspur bringing to an end what many will describe as that final away hoodoo to go, to win at Chelsea in such emphatic style, in what can be described, Jace, as an absolute star-studded performance? I mean, what did you make of it, Jace? Well, you say it's a hoodoo stadium, but it's, it's 492 days since we last lost there. So, <laughs> don't uh, start giving me that. <laughs> I, I don't know how it's a hoodoo stadium. And it's, it's a bit like every other hoodoo stadium we've been playing at this year. No, it was, uh, it was a massive win. I think, you know, I have, I have a... A grudging respect for for Chelsea. Not that I like them as a football club or anything, but but to me they're always the toughest fixture. They're they're a side that over the past what 13, 15 years or whatever they've always shown that, or they've usually shown they're the side capable of playing ugly and winning. They, they can go everywhere and get a big result when they've needed it. And and I've you know as much as it hurts, you have to have a, a grudging respect that they're able to do it. So for me, I think. They're the, the mentally toughest team you can face. We've we found it so hard so many times to play them, be it White Hart Lane, be it Wembley, be it Stamford Bridge, where they let us have the ball in the first half. Felt like deja vu, didn't it? You can have the ball. We'll soak up all the pressure and then we'll hit you on the break and, and do like we usually do to you. And uh, going into half time, it looked like it was going to be you know yet another yet another one of those and then that that bolt from the blue from Ericsson that was was an astonishing strike you know was reminiscent I wouldn't say reminiscent of Pedro but the importance of it right on half time like Pedro's was last year being that mm. that, that top class goal and and it and it took the totally took the wind out of their sails and sent us in at half time being probably the happier side but um you know to to then to then come out in that second half give them 20 minutes of, of all sorts of problems. And then what impressed me most was then the way we saw it out. Hugo yep. didn't really have much to do having gone 3-1 up. And, um, you know, you, you probably felt that if there was going to be another goal in the game, it would, would be at their end, not ours. And so the, the players on the pitch deserve so much credit for for that whole performance. And, and Pochettino as well. You know, he's got criticism for changes that he has made this year, changes that he hasn't made this year late changes that he should have made far earlier but you know he kept those players on the pitch and um and they they came up trumps for him and it was a it was a fantastic day all round mate it was and Jace is very quickly on Pochettino I mean he gets that away win at a top four club to shut up those critics that you know that was always being labeled at him could he go away from home and win against a big team and he's done it yeah absolutely and you know I've I've, I've always said that that's a little bit harsh to him because others have got poor records and you have to judge that against that he's got an extremely 
excellent home record against those clubs. But it's it's another another little box ticked off, isn't it, of the criticism that we constantly get. We can't do this, we can't do that, we can't play without Kane, and we haven't got this, and we haven't got that. And slowly but surely, all of those little things are being ticked off. And you know, there's only one one last big one to tick off. And once we've done that, then then I don't know what the the next level of criticism will be. That'd be a couple of ticked off. <laughs> I hope so. I hope you're right. At least sticking with you. Listen, no Kane for the majority of that game. Without Alderweireld, who's still many consider to be our best centre-back at the club, regardless, obviously, what's been reported and whatever is out there. Yeah. But coming from behind to Winley in a venue like Stamford Bridge, which we haven't done so since 1990, just how special is that for Tottenham? Well, I think I think it's just a massive, massive compliment to the camaraderie, the team spirit, the lads being together. I mean, I know we've talked on this pod in the, in the past about, you know, the, the Uno game and all that sort of stuff, the little competition they've got going on. But, you know, it's the little things. You know, when, when, you're, when you're in elite sport, it's, uh, you know, a, a percentage here, a marginal gain or a small percentage margins that you can gain on uh, on your opposition and that sort of stuff. And we, we've got a togetherness there. I, I'm pretty certain that's why Toby... For, to, to a certain degree, is not coming back into the into the team and into the squad, albeit the fact that Sanchez has been so so good as well. Mm. Um, you know, you, you look at we went one nil down against Liverpool and we came back should have won the game. Uh, you know, some would say, but we drew two two. Uh, we went two nil down against Juventus. Um, that was uncharted territory for Tottenham and this young side. And I want to say it's young side because it is. We, we are yeah. still the youngest team in the Premier League. People still forget that. I think everybody thinks Deli Alley's like thirty. For example, um, and you know, and we come, and we've again, we've gone one nil down, and we've come back uh, again from behind and, and turned them over in, in a place where, like everyone knows, it's very well documented. Twenty eight years mm. of her in the league at Stamford Bridge, and that's it's absolutely massive. Like, look, I'm not getting the parade bus out and getting trophies out and all that sort of stuff and saying, right, but this is another little percentage or marginal gain mm-hmm. in the mentality of Spurs. Yeah. And I think Jace, you know, if you haven't read anyone that hasn't read Jace's articles, um, especially on Toby Order World and winning trophies and that sort of stuff, you need to go and read them because mm-hmm. Jace mentioned a couple of weeks back when he wrote an article, talked about it's not about just winning a trophy, giving you the mentality of winning. It's all of these things. It's knowing now that we can go to Stamford Bridge and win in the league. It's knowing that we can go to the Emirates, that we can go to the Etihad, that we can go to Anfield. We've done it. We've done it all. You know, we said on the pod last week, didn't we? Um, uh, you know that we've got to get over these kind of little milestones, and, and we're doing it. Um, yeah. And it's. I have to say, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, I, I look at this. Uh, sorry, guys, to, to waffle on, but I look at this squad. I look at this team. I look at what Pochino is doing, and this is our club. This mm. is what we. This is this is happening yeah. to us. Mm. You know, the stadium. I know there's controversy <laughs> yeah. about. I know there's controversy about. You know, the season ticket price and that sort of stuff, which I'm banked in now, boys. By the way, to see my tweet <laughs> last week. I did. I um, did. Got my season ticket <laughs> after phase four. Look, the reality is, we're going to world class facilities, world class stadium, world class team, world class players, and this is happening right and now. And we're playing world class football, Lee. That's, That's the best saying. thing, That's mate. What I'm saying, as well. Sammy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But for me, it's just. A brilliant, brilliant time uh, to be part of uh, of this because I'm absolutely convinced. I'm absolutely convinced that we're going to go on to do something special. I, I don't so. know what it is yet. I I don't know it's, know a it's, be, it's got to be a trophy. Be 
It's got to be, hasn't it? Hopefully. I mean, let me bring you in, Sammy. I mean, potentially most importantly as well now. I mean, an eight-point cushion between us and, like I say, last season's champions in Chelsea in that race for the top four. And now, Sammy, just five wins away from Champions League football for a third successive season on the spin. I mean, that can't be, you know, underestimated as well, can it? Well, absolutely not. But for me, I mean, please don't take me for being over positive, but it's a banker. If we're playing football like that mm. week in, week out, Ricky, mm. it's a banker, mate. If we come out fighting the way we do from minute one to minute 90, mate, I will sit there and I'll take a loss every now and then as long as we're putting that passion in, mm. which I know is a big statement. We need to win. But I'm not yeah. being funny. The football we're playing, as Lee just said, I mean, it's, it's world class. And you just can't help but just go, we're on to something. And mm. it's so frustrating. You're speaking to other football fans. And believe you me, you know, we've touched on it before. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Spurs fan in the North. It's a tricky position to be in when you're surrounded and you grew up by United fans winning everything, etc. It's so hard having the conversation that this is our time. Forget the past. Yeah. And Pochettino's got that. He's got that mentality. He said in an interview three, four weeks ago, didn't he? Um, it's, it's, it's not about the past. It's about now and the future. And you can see that exuberating into the players on the pitch, mate. It's so exciting. I'm just absolutely, I'm buzzing with it. <laughs> well, you say that, Sammy. I mean, you've got to, again, remember that this is like we scored three goals away in a venue that we had, didn't, so, didn't do so since 1994. That was under another Argentinian mm. in Aussie. I mean, the, the first away we like, was since <laughs> 1990. Legend. It's just, it's absolutely incredible some of the stats out there. I mean, I'm beating in six Premier League games away from home, but the most points still in 2018 are with Tottenham, Sammy, in 27. Yeah. I mean, that's just insane, isn't it? This form we're in at the moment. It is. Yeah, yeah of course it is. And it's, it's do you know what? I, I, I don't want to be repetitive, but going back to what Lee said, this bond of the club, mm. I don't see. I mean, this is like, when I look at Manchester United and listen, that what figures speak for themselves, you know they do. Look yeah. at where they are, every credit. They're not gelling. You look at Tottenham and you go, Jesus Christ, they're stuck together. It's like the communicating, mate, through through the mind. They know where each other are going. You look at Ali on that ball. I mean, let's touch on that. Let's go back to the, to the goal, Ali goal. I want to talk about that two seconds. He was looking at that ball from Dyer. And I know those two, they're brothers, you know. <laughs> they, they spend a lot of time together. They play on the field together. They're very well connected. He was looking at that ball from Dyer's feet all the way to his own for every millisecond before he put it in the back of the net. The connection at Tottenham at the moment is, is I think, unrivaled. I think everybody's so close and it's just... It's a pleasure to watch, mate. It's brilliant. It is. I mean, back round to you, Jason. I mean, there's no doubt in that, you know, you would arguably say Kane is the most important player at the club. However, does the result show again, Jace, that the ability to win without him in the team, you know, without the Alderweire old, does show that this is down to Pochettino, isn't it, Jason? I mean, surely he's the most important person at the club. Everything, kind of, for me, it's all epitomised around this manager. Right. Well, absolutely it is. And, you know, we've got the usual the usual debate, didn't they? Or not even so much a debate, the usual moans and groans when the team sheets announced. But, you know, he's the one that picks the team. He's the one that's seen them training in a week. He's the one that, that knows the jobs he's given them. He's the one that knows the tactical plan. And yet, you know, it's time to just trust the man. And he is by far the most important person at a football club. We've shown we can win without each and every one of our players. When Whenever people say, oh, we're missing him, we're missing him. We go and win without Dyer. We can win without Wanyama. We can win without Toby. We can win without Hugo. We can win without Kane. We can win without Son. 
Mm. I mean, it's just a, a never-ending list of players that, you know, Harry, you know, we scored 10 goals in the three games that Harry wasn't on the pitch for. Yeah. And yet we're the Harry Kane team. And, you know, perhaps we were playing the Thibaut Courtois team instead. <laughs> but, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing, isn't it? The, the amount of flat we get and yet no squad depth and we go and do it again. Fantastic. And he deserves all the credit and all the trust. He does so. And actually, just, you know, just on mm. that, I, I don't think we should mention Toby again. And I don't mean that in a bad way to Toby. I just mean on this pod tonight, we should fully focus on the players that were on that pitch on, on Jesus, Sunday. Jesus, that's going to be hard for me, that, Jason. Horrendous run. run. Well, I'm, no, looking, at my, I'm know, looking at my Toby uh, wallpaper no, in the bedroom I'm talking, <laughs> and it's pretty hard to ignore it. <laughs> I've just, oh, just done my hair like Toby I'm worried some people have got Toby wallpaper inside their underpants at the moment. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But no, we've, we've debated in the last couple of weeks. Have you been weeks, doing my I, laundry? <laughs> <laughs> I just mean it in a nice way, not, not in an anti-Toby way. But okay, today we should just be talking about the players that played and, and those that aren't involved on that game mm. Sunday, then don't mention them. Just for this one pod, keep away from those that weren't involved in it. I get your point, I get your point, Jace, but I think listen, let's just revert back to the teams for just a second. Let me just say for the guys out there, just to remind guys of the team who's going into this one, we had Harry Kane miraculously recovering from that ankle ligament damage in order to be on the bench for this one. As Pochettino named that attacking front three of Lamella, Eriksson and Ali behind Son. I mean, as we've said, Jason, I know you don't want to bring it up, there was no place in the squad for Toby Adeviro, who despite playing for Belgium in the week, as we understand it to be, he was fit and available to play, but Pochettino didn't see fit to select him for the squad. I mean, I understand your point as it should all be about the players playing, but let me ask you, Lee, I mean, you said it, and as Sammy said, it's going to be very hard not to talk about him. Just for a second, Jace, just to get a point on it. Lee, was you surprised for him not to even make the squad for this one? A uh, squad, maybe, but there's no chance for me. I, I, I'm with Jace for this. Sorry, sorry, but I am. Look, I'm not anti-Toby. I've been on this pod so many times. Mm, of course. He's- is, in my opinion, before he got injured, the best centre-back in the Premier League, right? And and But he has, he has no place, essentially, being talked about today based on Chelsea because the two lads yesterday were outstanding. I mean, Yang Vertonghen was outstanding. Sanchez had a bit of an air kick and you could argue that did he lose Morata? I would say it was more Lloris' situation. But, again, very, very good game for, you know, for somebody who's... It's his first season in Premier League, he's 21 years old. So I wasn't surprised that he wasn't in the team. I would never have picked Toby for the, for the starting eleven, But I was a little bit surprised he wasn't in the squad. And I think the writing's probably on the wall on, on, on that basis. Probably the writing's on, um, on Sammy's wallpaper. Well, let me ask Sammy about your wallpaper. <laughs> Whack Revolution asked the question, Sammy. Does Toby being left out of the squad mean he's officially finished? Or was it too early yet to make that call? What do you make that one, Sammy? Uh, oh, crack, yeah, this is going on for, for, for us saying that we weren't going to mention him anymore. Well, just the last just the point on that one. Well, what do you make that well, question? Th- th- it's difficult, mate. I'm, I'm so torn with it, honestly. Mm. I've got It's like a, the love I have for my brother. I, I want to punch a wall when I see him, <laughs> but I, I love him. And the bottom line is, it's, we don't know what's going on with it all. Mm. Um, and, and that's that. Are we missing him? <laughs> no, yeah, we're not, answer, which is surprisingly, because yeah. mm. I'll echo what Lee was saying. He's, he's mustard. He's, he's the best when you're watching him. You know, he's the, uh, he's the best um, uh, d- defender in the, in, in the Premier League. However, you know, he's, we've not missed him. We've clubbed together. And, and so we have. I think, you know, if you want to touch on this on a separate occasion, I'll touch on it now. But we're missing Harry Kane. But are we clubbing together and making it happen? Yes, we are. Yep. Everybody's doing what they have to do to make it happen without the players that, you know, make the difference. So, 
I think on the I think on the Kane uh, injury, um, I think it come uh, 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 a brilliant. And that sounds stupid to use the word brilliant, but I think it come at a brilliant time for us. I mean, it was in the Bournemouth game, and yes, you could have argued. You know, we were. I think we were one down when he went off, um, and then we end up putting four past Bournemouth anyway. But then we had the international break, and we only he only actually missed. He didn't really miss much football, did he? he missed what? A no, game you're right. Half, if you you're like, right, yeah. So, so, so I think it came at a really good time. I think with Toby, just lot last. Sorry, Jason. I know you're probably rolling your eyes, mate. But I just think <laughs> on Toby, he's been out of his side since the Real Madrid injury, which was what early November, November eighth or ninth or whatever. And since then, the stats, the old stato, you can't argue with them. We've got an amazing record. We've only lost once in the Premier League since he's been out. And, and I think Sanchez, I've, I've read on Twitter, I, I try and find get the credit for somebody. I think Sanchez has only lost one Premier League game. Thank you. Game. He, mate, mate, he is. I'm sorry, he's the unsung hero. For me, mm. he's the player making it all happen from the back forward. And for me... You mentioned that he might have just had a, you know, a little bit of a dip with the Morata goal, which was, to be fair, it was Hugo Lloris's mistake. But hey ho, even God makes a mistake. Lucky created Jack Wiltshire. But the, at the end of the day, right? Love it, brilliant, fantastic. Sanchez, San, Sanchez, yeah, he is for me. He's the absolute rock at the back for me. Every game, absolute unsung hero, mate. He's brilliant. I mentioned it last time when we were talking about the Swansea game, how solid he was. He's so intelligent, isn't he? He's not just he's not just a big, bulky de- defender. Yeah, just, he's just looking the, for the next he, pass. He's a player, isn't he? He's like a, you know, like a ball player. Like these, these centre-backs now, um, you talked earlier about Comrade with, with, with the Spurs and it's probably unrivaled. I, I'd probably go against that. I'd probably say Man City have got a, a, a real strong camaraderie in there as well but you know Pep's come in he's started to really pass it out from the back and do the whole thing that he's done with a goalkeeper and all that. now everybody's doing the same thing you could argue Spurs are doing that but again Sanchez wants to um, uh, receive the ball short from the goalkeeper willing to have a look turn pass move around you know let, let the, 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 the team flow I, I think he's been absolutely outstanding my only worry Solid. the whole Sanchez thing is you know Dare I say, is he going to be a cane and be a one-season wonder? I don't know. He looks like, for me, he looks like Vidic uh, did for, for for United. I've not seen a I've not seen a uh, a defender look so settled in a club so, so quickly, quickly which is uh, I mean a concern as well. Mm. It's yeah. so quickly, and that's I put that down to the gaffer though. That Jason was saying it, Pochettino's molded them all together. It's that's what's happened. There's something going on at that club behind closed doors more than games that they're playing to connect each other. It's it, it's a happy club. It's that they're all connected. And Sanchez has come in like a duck to water. And for me, absolutely brilliant, unsung hero. What I've got to say, guys, we're 20 minutes in. We've not been discussing the goals yet. So God knows. I hope you guys are ready for a couple of hours. I'm only joking. It will be an hour. Um, let me bring it round to you, Jace. I mean, let me have a quick word about Hugo Lloris now. He was at fault for the goal, Jace. There'll be people out there that say that it hasn't been the first time in a big game he's let us down. But, I mean, there's no argument from my perspective, Jace, that he's been the best goalkeeper for Spurs in the Premier League era. Do we afford him that mistake, Jace, or do we have to start questioning these are rickets that are happening in big, big games? How far do you allow it to carry on, Jace? Well, he's certainly made more than we'd like him to. But, um, as, as you're right, he's, he's still the best He's still the best goalkeeper that we've had in the Premier League era, and he's probably the best one that I've seen since, what, going back to Big Pat's day. So Why can't he eradicate you know, the mistakes, Jase? What, what do you put it down to? Why can't he seem to cut these mistakes out? 
difficult. It's, it's difficult. I mean, he's made a couple of high-profile ones for France as well, but mm. I don't know if it's if it's a concentration thing or it's just a you know he's almost too anxious to to impress or something like that to to show his class on the big days. But you know, all we can do is keep working hard at it and, and hope that he finally does eradicate it. But um, you know, I'm st- I've still got total faith in him between the between the sticks and come semi-finals day I'd, I'd still hope that Hugo's in that, involved in that semi-final well, I tell you what, let me ask Lee that because Lee we've got a question from Fred up bringing up a Yud that's an interesting tag handle you are Fred <laughs> he says <laughs> yeah. with Hugo's form in big games becoming questionable which keeper do we start in the cup semi-final for me I think Hugo's a, an automatic pick is that how you see it Lee? I don't know. Good question, Fraz. I, I, I'm not sure. Only, nothing actually to do with Hugo's big game situation because I don't think Hugo's. I don't think there was a problem with him. I think he's world class, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But but Vaughan's played every round, so so it isn't. Maybe the question should be: Does Vaughan deserve to be dropped for the semi final based on the fact that he's played every single round in goal? And he kicked in the last game, a couple of saves, didn't he? He made a couple of great saves in the last round. And don't don't forget, we haven't just had for like four four rounds or whatever it's been, or four games, have we? No, we've been had quite a few replays. We've had replays, and he's played every one of them. So. I don't know. I mean, it's, we're not talking about sen- sentiment tonight, are we? Because otherwise, if we were all sen- uh, sentiment, Toby would have started. That's very um, true. That's a good point. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I think Vaughan hasn't done much wrong. Um, I think I think if Manchester United see Vaughan lining up in goal rather than the Londa Reese, then, then I think that's maybe a bit of an advantage to them on a the team sheet. So, on that basis, I'll probably go with Hugo. OK. Sammy, let me bring you in. It's a concern for you. You know, in terms of, you know, you look at all these keepers, you say you're from up the north, De Gea is rated as one of the best in the Premier League. Um, with hey, Hugo, well, he is. Well, yeah, he is. I mean, you look at Hugo, he does seem to make, as we say, these rickets in the big games. And let's not get it wrong as well. At the same time, he's saved us so many times this season and previous seasons in other games. Do you afford him these mistakes, Sammy? And just accept it's part of his game? Uh, yeah. Well, do you not? I mean, you, you sort of have to. He's, look, he... he one thing I think he's doing now is he's sitting back a little bit more on his goal line. I mean, Jesus Christ, he used to have me weak at the knees coming out. So he was on the halfway line at some point, sometime. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing there? But, you know, and, 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 and didn't he, though? I mean, seriously, he, oh, uh, he just used to be able to give him a free roll. He was like a sweeper keeper, wasn't he? But the um, you know I I do think that with you know some of the downfalls comes the quality. It's the same thing that I say to my wife about my relationship. I think. And the um, <laughs> what an analogy! You know, you, absolutely you fantastic. Take the with the smooth, mate. But in the end, it's all going to be good. He's the he's absolutely brilliant. And again, I think it's, it's on a serious note. Let's be serious. The connection with his defenders is looking really really strong as well. You know, you got to understand Walker's gone away really quickly. Rosie's out the squad. The older we're old, oh my god dare we mention it again so it's all changed very quickly and they're looking solid there they're communicating well I'm happy with what I'm seeing I really okay. am I just, just go on Lee just, go just for it mate on there. yes go on mate Ricky sorry. Just, just on that I think sometimes as well you have to you have to have a look at the way you want to play as a unit like mm. as a whole team um, you know Sammy just mentioned there about kind of the defensive unit but as a whole unit as a whole team yes we do play a high line and therefore 
do we want a Martial or a Rashford or a Lukaku? We all have got kind of lots of pace against the semi, because you know, in the semi-final. Does Vaughan come off his line and play that kind of sweeper-keeper um, as well as Lloris and, and pick the best possible team on that day? And I think that's probably why he will go for Hugo. Yeah. Well, tell you what, let's move on to another guy who at the moment is in amazing form, lighting up the league literally, and that's Christian Eriksen. Jace, he's now scored against, obviously, Chelsea at the weekend, Man United, Man City, adding to that the European giants in both Juventus and Real Madrid. I'm never going to tolerate, Jace, anyone telling me this guy doesn't set up against the big clubs. I mean, he's the man in Pochettino's own words that makes us tick. What did you make of his performance, Jace? was excellent, wasn't he? He had a couple of sighters before that and um, to test the keeper. And I saw somebody actually said he tries to bottle out of the challenge with, with Caballero as well. And you just, sometimes you just hang your head and think, and all the times people are watching, I mean, mm. dear, oh dear. But I mean, the goal when it came was uh, was an extraordinary goal, wasn't it? And I, I still don't know whether it whether it's partly goalkeeper error, but you, you can't take anything away from Ericsson. I mean, no. the dip on it was was quite extraordinary and um, <laughs> there's no words to describe it sometimes. It was just, it was a complete, I think everyone was stunned when when it was coming out at the, at the back of the net and you thought, God, he's actually, it was reminiscent of the way in a, the one he scored there last year, but but this one was even better and, um, you know, he's before that, that lovely little touch for, for the third goal that put Sonny away as well. Just his, his, oh, his all-round game, it's, as you say, I mean, he, he stood up in all the big games this year. He even scored that, as you're right, he even scored the day at the in that awful game at the Etihad for us. And mm. how, how people want to criticise him, I have no idea, mate. No yeah. idea. Hey, just the stats are crazy. Four goals in the last three appearances. First half strike, that reached a top speed of 87 miles per hour. 16 goals from outside the box. Let me ask you, Sammy, coming round to you, how critical do you think in the timing of the game, was that goal? Because it just seemed to change everything. We wasn't having a great first half. And suddenly that means yeah, well, it's a stun shot, didn't it? That, the yeah, that yeah I mean, in terms of timing, it was... It couldn't have come soon enough. I mean, if you want me to be completely honest, and I'm not blinkered when I'm saying this, mm. Ricky, when that, that goal went in from Chelsea... I think we said this just before we went live. I mean, and I was telling you, when, when two, three years ago, one nil down Stamford Bridge... I'd have been tempted to turn the TV off, and but I, but I was sat there going, "We can, we're playing so much better." Mm. There's a goal coming. Look at them. Yep. Look at how we're playing. And do you know what? It came at a perfect time. Uh, absolutely brilliant. But we're here to speak about Ericsson. But let's be honest, that goal happened because of Ali, mate. It yeah. happened because of Ali. Well, everything yeah he, he, yeah, he chased the ball to the line. Um, he gave Moses the pressure. Moses lost the ball, came straight back out to Ericsson, and wow, we then well, you gave a genius a magic wand, and and then and he made magical things happen. <laughs> he, it, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Lee, be honest now. How many times have you watched that goal back? I reckon <laughs> yeah. it must be in forty. I reckon it's more than that. I think you're just uh, saying that. Yeah, it must be more than that. I mean, it was, it's absolutely amazing. And yes. yeah, I echo what, what Jason and, and Sam obviously said. I think for me, Ericsson, he, he's just grown. He's such a kind of humble guy, it seems mm. like. You know, he's quite yeah. quite personal off the pitch. It almost seems like you never hear anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Even even like when he's been interviewed afterwards, he you know, he's quite 
just like lay back, says it how it is. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, the fact that he was having a go at Sonny for not scoring that ball, I know. even though we scored the third, again, it just says everything about this squad, everything about the team. The other thing as well, I want to obviously the goal speaks for itself. Mm. Uh, everyone listens to the pod, you know, you've all watched it loads of times. What the, the thing for me that stands out with Ericsson is that he makes that goal for uh, he makes the move, sorry, for Deli Alley's goal because mm. he pressed the uh, the the, the goalkeeper for him to actually punt it upfield, which ended up going to Trippier back to Dyer. Dyer put that perfect pass in for Delhi, and Delhi done the rest. And again, so it's the things that that's what what frustrates me about when when you see on on social media whatever Spurs fans are like oh he's this and he's that and he don't do this or whatever. You need to be watching players doing things not just on the ball but off the ball as of course, well. Of course. A couple of pods ago. Jace, um, I don't know if you remember, uh, we talked about Deli Alli, and I, I made a point of watching him when I was live, watching him just the whole game. And some of the stuff he was doing off the ball was absolutely unbelievable. And that's what all the critics, they don't see that. So it don't, they don't, it, they don't. That's yeah. the same with Davidson Sanchez. That's the, the reason why a lot of defenders or, the, you know, at, at the back, they don't get noticed as much, Lee, do they? Because it's all about the goals, it's all about the assists. Mm. But they, they don't get noticed. For me, that's why Sanchez... He, he uh, he's an absolute star for me at the moment. You look at you look at Ericsson as well. Uh, you know, I think the only blip over the entire Christmas period, plus you, you've just mentioned twenty seven points in the league, twenty eight in the calendar year, twenty eighteen, yeah. top of the league in terms of that, in terms of them points scored, unbeaten. The only blip over that in Christmas period before twenty eighteen was against Southampton. You might have to correct me. Some of our listeners will be able to correct me, but Ericsson didn't play. In that game, yeah. we drew one one. And we were craving him, wasn't we? We were craving in that game, remember, Lee? I think he was out, yeah. and you could just see the difference of him not being on the pitch. And that's what I think with Ericsson. You only realise how good he is when he's not around and he's not available. He's, he's the heartbeat, Ricky. We yes, said mate. it last time, yep. didn't we? He's the heartbeat, he's the glue, yep. he's that person that's sticking everybody together. And if you look, he's so intelligent. He tested, he tested the keeper. Five minutes prior to that strike, it's a very yeah. similar strike straight at him. Mm. That people, if he'd have missed again, would have gone, "Oh, what's he shooting from there again for?" Yeah. What he was doing, he's testing the keeper. And to be fair, he was bloody shaky on it when he caught it. <laughs> it so he's gone right. There we go. I'm having a bit of that. I can hit these at him, and that's going in. He hit it. He hit it. Perfect. Boom. Goal. Perfect. What was a game, lads, um, recently where he come out after the game and sort of said, "Well, they gave me a load of space, so I just thought I'd use it." Um, Swansea. Swansea, Swansea, Swansea game. That's it. Swansea. Swansea game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you guys said it on the pod that you, you have a good pod that. Mm. Um, and he was um, again. He, he he kind of if if you look at him before he scores that goal again. You, you right, Sammy. The whole Delhi pressing thing again. Absolutely brilliant off the ball. When it comes to him, Ericsson is screaming for the ball. He, he's looking around. I know you can't see me. Sorry, but he's looking around. Three sixty. Peripheral vision. He's going. I'm in space. Here. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I really he's, hope you're doing a three sixty in your kitchen while you're doing that. And then bang, he hits that ball. Um, guys, guys, a genius, no, no doubt about it. And I think going back to something Jace uh, you said earlier about Pochettino and the tactics. You know that 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 goal could have easily. I know it said it was said on commentary. So that goal could have easily, I suppose, fooled Pochettino into going. Oh yeah, we were right here, but he still tactically changed it. And all sorts of problems. First half, uh, Spurs had one shot on target, which was the goal. Uh, Chelsea had four. Second half, Tottenham had seven, uh, six uh, to Chelsea's zero. And that's what had changed. He just he changed the personnel, moved Ericsson into a bit more of a central um, situation, and boy, did he cause them problems. 
So, Jace, it is that time of the show where I think many have been looking forward to this. It's time to start lauding the praise over Deli Ali, who this season, let's be fair, has been many critical of him at periods. And we've all, on this pod, we've all tried to say the same thing. Stay calm. There's a player in there. There is a bit of magic. And boy, did that come to life, Jace, at the weekend at the bridge. I mean, what did you make of Deli Ali's performance? Firstly, Jace, the, the first goal. And we have to say, the vision from Dyer to find him and just the touch from Deli. And the finish. I mean, it was exquisite, wasn't it, Jace? I'm still looking at the celebration, mate, of the cup <laughs> That was even better, wasn't it? <laughs> that, that was brilliant. That, that's that's all I need to know about the, the, the first goal that he scored. was just the cup tears oh. and, and the faces and all the fingers pointing and the, the round-fingered signs and the anger on so many of those faces in the, in the crowd behind that picture. It's uh, Fantastic. I think there's a, we got a question, isn't it? Wasn't it the best picture since the Mona Lisa or something? Yeah, that was in for <laughs> Janet Ilias. Well, come on, and, that's uh, got to be, isn't it? That's got to be the best you know, picture. I think Zoe, I think regular listener Zoe Pearson, she's got to get that sketch pen out and, and start sketching that, that entire <laughs> picture. It's it's a fantastic one. No, it was the the the, the first touch was was just the way that he just brought it out of the air was was an amazing touch, and then the, the calmness and the finish. He didn't have to lash at it or anything like that, and. The, composure that he's got and we've said it haven't we big players step up at big moments and that was a big moment for us and he's a 21 year old but he had the personality to step up after what had been a let's be fair it had been a difficult week whether I don't want to go too much on the Gareth Southgate but it had been a difficult week for him and was even more criticism even on the on the weekend papers going into the game oh yeah yeah just you know effectively just did, he, he always did exactly what he did with his celebration, didn't he? It was, it was almost just turn around and stick two fingers up to the critics and just, just get on with the job that he's doing at Tottenham because if England don't appreciate him, we certainly do and what a magnificent player he is for us. He is. You made but, a point you know, there, Jace. 21 years old, but also, Jace, I think it's now um, 36 goals and 25 assists in just 100 games, Jace. It's his 100th game at the weekend. That's incredible, isn't it, those stats? Well, I mean, the biggest one, the biggest stat for me is he scored more goals for Tottenham at the age of 21 than any player in the history of our football club. Pull that in your pipe, and And people were, you know, let's be fair, we, we can we can have a go at the England scenario, but there's been lots of our own supporters have been on his back. There was mm. people on his back that, you know, Lucas Moura did enough at Swansea that he shouldn't even been playing at the weekend. And you just, <laughs> crazy. I mean, I don't know yeah. where people... What, his fifth goal against Chelsea in the last three games he's played against them, isn't it? Yeah. It's the big games as well, isn't it? Where he comes it alive, is. you know. Yeah. He, you know, he does the business. Exactly. Does. You want your big players in those big games and he's delivered on more than one occasion for us and he'll continue to do so. And if, if nobody wants him in the England team, I've got no problem with that. Oh, the England team, Jason, problem. don't you find it frustrating, mate, that scenario? I mean, Jesse Lingard, they, they keep, I know he looks like a, a, a young lad, 25 <laughs> years old compared to 21, 13 Premier League goals in six years. You know, it, like, what, what, I don't see the comparison between the two of them in any way. It's like comparing Katie Hopkins to Kendall Jenner. <laughs> They're on completely different ends of the Do you the, think the, the difference is, though, Sammy? Do you think the difference is because he's not wearing a Man United shirt? That's maybe why he's not yeah, playing. Yeah, of course it is. No, what it is, is, you know, it's Man United in, in the limelight. He scores two good goals in a high-profile game. Oh, he's God. Wow. And do you know why? That's because United have been absolutely shit, so they needed somebody to shine through. And to be honest with you, he came on, he did the business. Ali, subtly, consistently, every game, boom, 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 racking it up. You know, never mind his nutmeg counter, which is on 4 million point two. But, you know, he is, he's on a different level to everybody else. But, you know, because it's Tottenham, mate, we'll always take the flat, won't we? It's the, the, the difficult... 
The difficult thing for me, mate, I have to say, is that he's that he's the criticism he's been getting, and and you know, I hate that. I I hate seeing people slagging off the players. I'll, I, it's I don't know whether it's social media these days that just it gives you the opportunity just to say something negative, doesn't it, about anybody? But I know Jason got quite deep about the Sissoko thing last time we were on the show, and I really, really felt that I was like, how can people not support a player that's wearing the badge? Yeah. Um, and you know, Ali, he's 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 been nothing but he's 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 bit, his arrogance and the fact that he's got these sponsors. But he needs and, it, doesn't he? Every, the arrogance well, is what makes him the player he is at times, isn't it? It's that little mate, bit of exactly, mm. exactly. But everybody was worried that you know this persona of him. He's got these sponsors in Adidas, this, that, the other. That it's gonna, he's gonna, his head's gonna fall out of the game, mate. He is. It, this has made him a strong person. You know, if I'm honest with you, I think that arrogance, that bit of confidence, I like the fact that he's got a little bit of alligator in him. He loves mm. to be snappy. And I think that flair, is that'll take him a long way. He doesn't seem to get phased by it, does it? No, no, like I say, it's one thing you would say. He doesn't have any fear going over to the away crowds and winding him up. He seems to get a kick out of that. I mean, let me ask you, coming around to you, Lee, we're talking about a guy that's been involved in five goals in his last three Premier League appearances, scoring both of his attempts on target against Chelsea. Only De Bruyne, Sane and Silva have registered more assist than in this season. Ricky Jefferson asked the question, Lee, after Deli Ali's performance, has Southgate got anyone better to select for the World Cup squad with Delhi's drive? No. Ricky, go- good question. No. Like, no, Sim- simple as that. And do you know what? I'm like I'm like Jason and um and, and Sam, I am getting a bit fed up with England. Fact, do you know what? Thank you. Thank you so much, Southgate. Because <laughs> you gave Delhi a rest. That he probably needed. It does a favour, didn't it? Absolutely <laughs> blow yeah. out. Good job. So he's done us a right favour. Let me sh- let me throw some names at you, lads. M- uh, Ozil, Mata, Pires, Hazard. In their first 100 Premier League games, Deli Ali sits with goals and assists combined, top of that league. He that does. is ridiculous. Mm. The kid's 21 years old. He's absolute genius. And they'll still the find negative does. things to say about him. Well, you know, this madness. Yeah. The stuff that he does, the stuff that he does on and off the ball is absolutely ridiculous. That you talk about 4.2 million nutmegs, we'll make it 4.2 million and one because he nutmegged Fabregas for 53 minutes yesterday during that game. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of people maybe didn't see it, but I'm telling you, it's absolute genius. And he does it on purpose to rile people. He does it as well. The guy is, is probably the, the most technically gifted English based player, like English player that we've had since, oh my goodness, shall I say it? Paul cool. Gascoigne? Mm. That's what many say, but you get critical, you know? I mean, it's funny because even Delhi says himself that he still expects to receive criticism on the back of his performance yesterday. And I think that does say that, you know, he does show that humbleness about him. Pochettino says he felt he sent a message to Southgate. Let me ask you, Jace, question in here from Loscast-esque, a regular listener to the show. Thanks for your question. He says, if Ali keeps playing in that form of the game against Chelsea, what will his career be like in the future, Jace? It's a big question, that one. What do you make of it? It's impossible to say where his career will be. I don't know how, how long we'll, we'll have him even, but uh, you just got to enjoy every single minute that he's with us. And I think what, what you've definitely seen in the last four or five days with all the criticism that he's got and with the... The thing about uh, Southgate, and then perhaps more importantly, Pochettino's pre-match press conference where he spoke to him and said, "Look, you know, he's 21 year old. People have got to understand. 21 year olds behave differently to other people. Give them a little bit of slack." And I think you really see 
the benefits that, that Pochettino brings to him. And if I was certainly on his his management team, you'd be saying that you'd be an you'd be an idiot to leave Tottenham for the moment. Perhaps we've seen a little bit that he's not mature enough to go on to to another club yet, and that he's far better to stay at, at Tottenham and work with Pochettino. Yeah. And, and Pochettino is just getting the best out of him. And you you see the differences, don't you? He's, he struggles for England, although. In fairness, Christian Eriksen's not English, so that doesn't help him in the England side. But um, you know, Pochettino knows how to handle him, and we haven't seen the the really um, petulant side of him that's slowly coming out, isn't it? With you know the the Ghent kick out and the the punch against West Brom, we're seeing less and less of that. But we're 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 still seeing him enjoying it and milking the hatred of other clubs, and that's you know he's he's focusing now on the right ways to handle all the stick he's getting rather than the wrong way. Well, let's be honest, Jason. Like. Can I just say, mate, if you could bring a ball down like that from 40 yards oh, from Eric oh, Dyer, just... then you can do what you fucking want anyway. <laughs> let's be honest with you. I'm not being funny. Oh, yeah, moment of excellence. He is absolutely he's so skillful, isn't he? And, you know, you see half of the things that he tries, he gets criticised for. Little flicks, little tap-ons. You've seen the one against... Uh, Juventus, that back heel, mm. and then he was linking up with Son as well. Mate, he's absolutely—he's so ahead of his time, and I agree with um, with, with Lee when I say when Lee says he is probably the the the, the best in England for his age. So it was dream then, was it? Sammy at three when he cut, when he got the second goal, it was three one. I couldn't quite believe what I was watching. Just... He was alive, wasn't he? <laughs> he? He was alive. Sorry, sorry, Sammy, but he was wasn't he? in the box. He was alive. And, that, and, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. I know it's pointed out quite a lot on the commentary. But Dele Alley was that the player in the box. It was alive. He was ready to go. Um, we done, we done, uh, um, mentioned Yang Vertonghen uh, probably six or seven pods ago. That he's alive. He's always on the front foot, ready to go after. Dele Alley was like that in the box. And that's don't, why he scored. Don't you feel at the moment, though, Lee, the all are? I mean, for me, I feel like the older Veerweld and Kane being out, they've almost had this conversation with themselves as if to go, Right, the, the, you know, I am sick of seeing this Harry Kane team shout. Watch us go. I feel like that's, that conversation has actually it. been mm. had. You yeah. watch that line that Ali's riding. He's like a striker. Yeah. And then he's all the way back. And I was saying to Ricky offline before, you know, Dembele, yeah, he was in the box five times in the Chelsea game, recovering the ball. And when I say five times, four of them were pivotal to us, clearing the ball from the box. Yeah. Dembele. You know, he wouldn't have been there be, be, with, with Jan and, and Toby at the back. You know, we've all clubbed together and been where we have to be to make it happen. And that's exactly what mm. we've done. Yeah. I mean, Dreamland stuff at 3-1, I've got to say. I think everyone went out, everything went out the window at 3-1. It was just unbelievable scenes. I'm sure there was, if you were in the stadium, if you were at home watching it, it was just simply incredible. One goal we have to mention, we're going to try and reel for as much as we can. We're pushed for time. But Eric Lamella, let me start with you, Jace. I think it's fair to say this guy has polarised opinion during his time at Spurs. But I mean, in recent weeks, you know, with the Liverpool game and the Arsenal game, and especially these London derbies, Jace, he just seems to understand what these games means, doesn't he? He just rises to the occasion on all of them. Yeah, and um, I think, you know, when, when the team was being discussed before the game, I wanted Lamella to play in it. I think it was was unfinished business for him from, from there two years ago. And, I loved the, the the tackle on Fabregas. He left <laughs> yeah. his left his foot in there, just didn't he? And it just just uh, rattled Fabregas's cage for a few seconds. But his pressing from the front is huge. The amount of work that he gets through. Um, we, we've said it with Lamella, haven't we? I think you know 
he's so integral to the way that Pochettino wants to play, and his his work ethic is fantastic. And we we are seeing moments of quality from him in most games. And I don't know why the hatred of it. You know, it, it seems to be like so many other Spurs players, isn't it? You either is like it the them price or you tag. Hate do you think, James? Do you think it's the price tag that always seems to be weighing these kind of players down in a way? He's being judged on thirty million. Possibly. Well, possibly, but I mean, what is thirty million now in today's well, market? I mean, it's, mm. it's long gone now. Their most, their most expensive. So was he thirty or was he twenty-six million? I can't remember 30, now what yeah. it was. You know, Sissoko has gone past him, and he now has that tag, and Davinson Sanchez has gone past that. So, you know, thirty million isn't a lot, and he's now in what year? Year four? Is it year five for him now? Year so, four. Yep. It, I don't understand the hatred, but. He's been a, a massive player for us in this little run where we haven't had Kane, and he's contributing to wins. And that's that's what you. How the hell can you not can you not love him, Jason? Wins. That's the thing oh, yeah, he's, he, he is for, for me. He's upset Arsenal fans and Chelsea fans <laughs> in a matter of a few weeks. I mean, I'm not being funny. Well, that's brownie points already. Doesn't he get a new contract just for that alone, Sammy? Do you not think he gets a new contract for that alone? Just the new extension oh, on the back mate, of that? It's Matt. That there you go. Get the pen out just for that. Exactly. But I mean, at, at the end of the day, he's played. So let's serious note again. I'm sorry, guys, to be so jestful. The the it. He plays great football, you know, he's, he's skilled. But do you not feel as though since he's come back from the injury or, or so forth? I mean, I read an article about um, him, him grieving for his dog that really damaged him and mm. he went through a bit of a hard time. Yep. He's come back, he's a different player. Animal, he's a different player. Animal of a player. He's, he's, mm. what, do you know what, though? He's, he's, did you not see him in the tunnel as well before the game, biting his lip? Yeah. Did you see that yeah, clip yeah, yeah. chewing his lip? And I went... He's game as a pebble. He's ready he's to ready. run. He's ready and to I, I, was, I loved seeing it. And then he's on the pitch and he's giving it all. And for me, I'm looking at him and I'm going, they're the type of players. I saw him against Swansea. He, and you're going, he's not stopping no. chasing the ball down. And for me, Ricky, what I think's happened is he's been out the squad mm. and he's seen the quality that's there. He's yeah. seen Mora come in. He's seen it and he's gone. I don't know if I can get back in this squad. I don't know. But he's giving it a damn good go, isn't he, Sammy? He's giving it a damn good go. But but, but, do you know what, mate? In in, in a short space of time for me, he's cemented it Mm. for me. He has. Very hard to leave him out at the moment. He's got it. Yeah. I mean, like I say, with regards to Lamella, I mean, won more tackles and committed more fouls than any other Tottenham player against Chelsea. He's an absolute joy to watch. And Lee, I mean, as I said to the boys there, you know, this guy's contract, I think we're coming. 18-month period, how can you not look to extend him in the form he's on if he carries on the way he is? I mean, he's becoming adorable as a, as a Tottenham supporter to watch this guy for us at the moment. Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. I agree with what you guys are saying. I think um, I think he's in, he's in the team uh, for me um, from, the, from the start. I mean, I think when, when Kane comes back in to start, it's almost a Lamella or Son mm. situation, isn't it? Because you can't play both of them. Uh, or, or you've got an, excuse me, Ali or an Ericsson I mean, dropping either of them too. So, so um, it is it is a bit of a, a, um, a situation there. But yeah, he's he's he's, he's perfect. He's, he's a good good guy. I, again, I've I've said this on a few occasions, and I do stand by this. When when players have injuries, we, we us us fans, we you know us us mere mortals, we we kind of expect them just to hit the form exactly what it was like before. This guy was out for over a year. Yeah. Like a massive, massive injury. And it takes time to come back into the team, come back into get up to speed, 
And I think for, for Lamella as well, it was quite like you guys touched on it about having a tough time as well in a personal life. But I think mentally, mm. the injury that he had, it was quite difficult, you know, because his game is all about, like you say, running, pressing hard, not, you know, going in for things quite, you know, quite full on um, as well, you know, and, and he's quite a skillful player as well. So the injury that he had, I think, with his hip was, was mentally, he was thinking, am I ready to go back to do that? So it's taken him a while to get back to it, but I think you know, for me, he's he's a, he's a great guy, and he's he's definitely in the squad um, every, every time. I can't say he starts every time because then you're looking at leaving out a Kane or a Son uh, or or an Ericsson or an Ali, and I don't think you can leave them out. So it's difficult, but yeah. he's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I say that's all you want. You want selection dilemmas. Listen, we've got a few questions we have to ask about Lamella. Let me ask this one to you, Jace. Life of Ty says, what did you guys think of Lamella's playing that false nine and son wide at the start of the second half? Thought we looked much more fluid. Credit to Pochettino. What did you make of that question, Jace? Yeah, we did, without, without a doubt. But um, I think the, the movement between those, any of those four can play in any of those four positions. And I think that's, mm. that's the key thing. We saw it at Swansea, didn't we? Where where Sonny played through the middle, and Ericsson and, a, a, and Lamella had a really good game, winning the ball a couple of times. I think just that that movement between the four of them, and if you get that rotation of players, it must be a nightmare for uh, for opposition because it's very difficult to them for a defender to to go man for man and want to pick up one player. So, you know, not your traditional set forward, but I think the, the understanding that they have of each other helps that role completely. Yeah, let me ask another question. Let me go around to you, Sammy. Getting worse. I hope I always say so. That's not a ploy. He says, another great performance by Lamella. Has he done enough to win over the doubters? That's his first point. And he also says, remember when we yearned for a nasty player in our team? He may not be the player we were sold, but he's turned to someone we needed, especially in these high-profile games like the Chelsea one. Um, yeah. Yeah, we need a bit of aggression and we need it. Listen, remember, you know, when Sandro was on the pitch and used to be wondering who he's going to put a flying kick into the chest to. And, yeah, well, you know, I, you know. Listen, before that, you, Sammy, it was Stefan Freund. This is the, yeah, kind, know, this is the mate, kind of level I we're know, dealing with. Mate, so let's be honest, we're getting better, it. aren't we? We're getting better in terms of the level. I was loving it. You know, we've, got, we've got Ben Davis now, lads. Ben Davis, <laughs> ben Davis as well. Hey, uh, <laughs> listen, the thing with Lamella, he's like the silent assassin, isn't he? He's like smiling at the ref whilst back heeling somebody in the in the dish. In the face but yeah, and I lo- I lo- you know, I've got to say, I think Ali's got that in him as well, mate, to be fair. But he has, hasn't he? And, and you know, I like a bit of that. I like the fact that at the end of the day, they'll shake hands. You know when you used to watch the old United v Arsenal and yeah, the, and the Keen versus... Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the whole rivalries, you know, they need to carry on. And I think Lamella brings that to the table. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, his aggression, he's, he's, he's come out with a point to prove. I think he's putting his back into it. And yeah, he's, he's definitely... He's, he, <laughs> he's coming out with a Punch and Judy style, isn't he? I think he's um, he's, he's winning the crowd over. Yeah, and um, final one on Lamella, over to you, Lee. Patrick Bolzitas asked the question. We may have partly answered this. He said, why do fans still find it so hard to like Lamella? He's got anything a player needs to have in his fellow teammates. He performs well. He's passionate about the game. He's got style and skills in abundance. So why do you think people still find it hard to accept him? Lee, can you round it up? Do you have an answer for us on that? Not really, Patrick. To be fair, good question again. Because I, I, I like him, I think he, I think he's really good. I think maybe he was a bit frustrating when he first came, and maybe it was the price tag, thirty million. Us fans were expecting him to rock off the plane and start scoring thirty goals a season. 
because that's kind of, you know, he was our uh, record transfer, as, as Jason, you touched on earlier. Um, maybe, maybe it's a little bit of that. Maybe it's a little bit of a frustration thing because he has got clearly all the attributes. No one's ever going to forget, uh, forget the Rabona that he did um, in the Europa League. And so he's, he's got all the attributes, he's got everything, but maybe he doesn't, he, he isn't scoring enough goals. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I love him. I think he's quality, he's turned me around. Maybe I was a little bit, you know, when he first came to the club thinking he needs to do more. Mm. But I, I do genuinely like him. I'm only, I'm only criticising because of the questions being asked. I, I, I genuinely don't know. I think it may be because we expect him to... I don't know, make two assists and score every game. I, I, I don't know. I think, when, sorry, buddy, when, when we paid 30 million for Lamella mm. and he coming from Roma, I think that season for Roma, uh, season four, I think he scored 15 league goals yeah. um, for Roma. Obviously, different league, Italian league, whatever. Um, and I, I don't know how many assists, maybe 10 or 15, 12 assists or something like that. He had, you know, and that's what we were buying. Yeah. And I think maybe that's the only thing you could say is he don't get enough goals. No. And that's maybe one area you might, like you said, argue, Lee, but hopefully it will improve on that. I mean, we saw against Swansea, he's got the ability there, so there's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't oh, be doing totally it more. Um, let's talk about Damington Sanchez and a brief mention on him. Jay Stone review. Many say he was particularly could have been at fault for the first goal, but overall, Jace, when you look at his analysis so far this season and how he's adapted so well, 21 years of age as well, first full season in the Premier League. It's not been a bad one, Jace, has it? I didn't think he was at fault for the first goal. I think, you know, Hugo's, Hugo has to take 95% of that blame. Sanchez was so close to him and goes to, I think it's almost natural reaction that, that Hugo distracts you when you're that close. But I wouldn't blame him for the goal. He made a number of massive blocks and interceptions. as one uh, when they looked like they were going to slip. I think it was Eden Hazard through and he... He's gone to ground and made sure he won that ball. There was another ball in that first half where Hazard looked like he might be going through one-on-one and Sanchez got across to him and covered him, came away with the ball. Perhaps his, his only dodgy moment was that air kick in the second half he had. But, Jesus, I think he's allowed to have, have to go through a game like that and, and allowed the odd, uh, the odd error. But um, his, his season, I think, you know, since he came back from that Watford, I think it was... He probably struggled. He had that. I think he struggled a little bit when when we first lost Toby. It went from three at the back to two at the back, and he got involved in a few over physical battles, didn't he? Which saw him get sent off at Watford. But since he's he's come back from that suspension, which was what right at the start of December, wasn't it? His his form's been magnificent ever since. And um, you're right. Yeah. You know, for 21 years old again to to come new into the Premier League. He's had a fantastic season, that's for sure. Yes, indeed. I've got to ask you, Sammy, bring it around to you, Eric Dyer. And this is a guy, when I speak to opposing fans, I get the question, what does Dyer do for your team? Because they can't acknowledge it. But I think when you yeah. watch Spurs every single week and he's in that team, you can see what he does off the ball as well as on it. And this guy, for me, he doesn't get anywhere near the amount of credit he deserves. We're talking about a guy here, Sammy, that can play centre-half, can play defensive mid, can play right-back, that allows Pochettino to change a game mid-flow. Just how underrated is this guy, Sammy? Can you understand the guys out there from opposing opposition that don't understand it? Because I'm baffled, absolutely baffled. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing for me, Ricky, is it's his diversity. Mm. Um, and, and you're on the money because I had my uncle with me, uh, absolutely brilliant character to have a, uh, with you when you're watching football, by the way. He's moved from Worthing. He's a, he used to be treasurer at Worthing Town Football Club. Watching the game with me. And he's going, what the fuck is Dyer doing? And I went, well, hold on. And, and he did. And I'm, I went, well, you're not watching him. 
what you what you waiting for him to do something, and that's the thing. Yeah. He has been shifted about positions though, hasn't he? All season, Sammy. To, All he, season. he has, mate. It's mm. and, and 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 I feel as though he's where he should be, and mm. you know, um, he, he's obviously stepping up, connecting very 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 well with Ali. Need we say? But I mean, I think yeah, massively underrated. Uh, a word that can be used um, massively when we're talking about Tottenham Hotspur and all the players in it. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, he's um, he, he's absolutely must have made. Yeah, and Lee, another guy who we have to use that term underrated, I'm sorry, it has to be said, I'm sure many will agree, is Jan Vertonghen. And what I loved, Lee, is on the game against Chelsea that he absolutely crunched into a tackle with Eden Hazard. Bearing on their teammates for Belgium didn't yes. care at all it's whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that tells you that these guys... <laughs> Forget the international duty. They're focused on Tottenham. Don't let them, you know, think that's not the case otherwise. Yeah. That, Lee, what can you um, say about Vertonghen's performance? It was um, Rolls Royce again, wasn't it? Uh, he is a Rolls Royce, uh, you know, as, as you said many times. I'm glad you come to me on Yan because I had that exactly I also want to talk about. That crunching challenge on Hazard. Mm. Yeah. You know, that was, that was, he's in the game. He's in the moment. He's in the... He's, he's doing it for his club. He's, he's not. No one's going out there thinking, "Oh, I better not do that for for, for my Belgian teammate, whatever." He's he's just gone in and made that happen. I, I think I think he deserves massive credit for Sanchez's form as well. Mm. You know, the guy. You know, we're just talking about him. Twenty-one years old, coming. He's been fantastic, as Jason said. I absolutely echo all of that. Mm. But Yang Vertonghen, what a guy to have next to you. I mean, I've been on here and and um, and spoken loads about. The other Belgian centre back that I'm not sure I'm allowed to mention his name now um, has been the, being the best uh, defender in the Premier League. But Jan Vertonghen, wow! I mean, Rick, I see you tweet about is this guy deserving a new contract? Well, absolutely. When you compare it to Toby, not being funny, when Toby's you know been I mean? out for nine months, and you look at you know in terms of what Jan has brought to his team in that time, he's kept his head for me where so many have lost their heads around him at times. I just think Jay's coming over to you. I mean, how is Jan not going to be rewarded for the form he's been on this season? Because he's been tremendous for me. You know, I've said it, I think I said it last week, isn't it? In amongst other people's contract negotiations, that they're genuinely upset that a certain player hasn't, hasn't been given what he wants. And yet you think, well, what, the, the scandal for me is that Jan Vertonghen's not being paid as much well, as Virgil van Dijk. Because, yeah, exactly. because he's the one that's really playing better than Virgil van Dijk's done all season. And if anyone deserves it, it's Jan Vertonghen. Yeah. And... Uh, it was a lovely foul on Hazard, wasn't it? Yes, oh, he definitely. Beautiful. No, no love there for the Belgians. Glorious, glorious. In amongst their, their <laughs> national teammate, and um, but he's he's that clearance he made at three one from just under our crossbar. How he got that? Over that could have easily of... gone in the back of the net. Yeah, could have done. Easily, Jace, that could have yeah. been no goal. You know I thought it was. I thought it was in. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think Frightening. that's that's when perhaps I started to think maybe it is our year because. I'm sure in every other year that would have gone straight in the back of the net off of him as well. <laughs> You're just starting to think maybe that's a sign that, that him upstairs is looking down at us and thinks, no, nope, I've had enough of of, uh, of ruining Tottenham's day here and now I'm going to give them their, their day in the sunshine. And it was a it was a massive moment that to get that over the bar because I think it was Morata was just behind him, wasn't it? I think it was still Morata was, at yeah. that point. And yeah. uh, that, I think, you know, had it gone to 3-2, that would have given Chelsea a massive lift. But... Um, with our bums would have been and, and the natural thing there would have been for us to, <laughs> eh? Our bums. our bums would have been properly squeaking, wouldn't they, oh, mate? Oh, you imagine it freezing? Yeah. Oh, they would have been sometime and uh, <laughs> the old chocolate Easter eggs would have been coming out all over the place. <laughs> they would have, mate, they would have. <laughs> Just, just put it again, just to interact with you if I can, Jason. Wowzers, I'm supposed to be the one bringing the tone down around here, Jason. That's it, mate. We're following your lead, Sammy. Don't you worry about that. Go on, Lee, go on, Lee. 
Uh, I'll just say, uh, just on the Jan, uh, on, on the Yanfin, sorry, um, it's his control as yeah, well. He's, yeah. He knows when to step up. He knows when to go on a little bit of one of his kind of super Superman runs, if you like, super Yan runs. Mm. But his control of the game, for me, is just a common influence there. Yeah. Um, I, he's, the guy is he's brilliant. He's absolutely fantastic. I, I, I love the geezer. Yeah, I mean, there's so it much comes from the gaffer, team. doesn't it, Lee? It comes from the gaffer, this cool, calm, collective back, football. It? it goes back the to what we all say in the It cycle. all goes back yeah. to Poch. We're all, all like this. They're all amazing, aren't they? They're all, listen, we're going we're gonna to sing the praises till the cows come home, aren't we? Because we're on cloud nine and we're absolutely buzzing and we're all Spurs fans. But let's take it back to where it begins. It, the philosophy that he has. You seen when that first goal, sorry, when the alley goal goes and Kane jumps up and oh, he's going on absolutely yeah, ballistic. Exactly. But do you see what Pochettino was doing? So calm. He turned around and he went, he went, we need to eat. Uh, I, honest, yeah. I, I don't know what he was saying, but I'm pretty positive he went, we need to fucking stay calm here. Right <laughs> but the, and, 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 and you seen him and, and you know, I genuinely, it, that, that philosophy <laughs> is getting calm. spread down to you seen it watch it again that, that is exactly what he's doing we need and, to and, like stay calm here <laughs> he is he's going look this is it okay okay it's happening oh, now it's happening now and and you know we have that and that's what we like at the back i'm oh, sorry no. to go off off piece no, there no, that's fine. but are you going on about vertonghen controlled at the back because oh. the, the philosophy mate it's we've got that listen stay calm you've got the that's space pass it back he's got your back he's got your back he's got your back play it from the back and it's all coming from the gaff it's if Absolute joy to watch. Get up the Spurs and fuck the Chelsea. It's <laughs> <laughs> about Sammy just toast and just gone off air. Fuck it, he's off. Coach Spurs. Brilliant. Listen, I've got to say, Jace, can I bring it around to you but if I can compose myself? Um, final player to give some recognition to. Listen, we haven't covered everyone. Even Kieran Trippier shouldn't really be getting a mention. But Ben Davis, Jace, I mean, I've got to say in that first half for me, he had a bit of a runaround by Moses. But, I mean, whatever Potts said at half-time, it was like a completely different second half. And, you know, look at Davis this season in terms of assists now. More than Rose, which I think Lee put it out on social media. And you had, you had alongside that, you know, he's got more than Lanzini, Martial, Maratta, Chamberlain, Fabregas, Lingard, Mata and Sanchez. Jace, this guy plays left-back. Like... Come on, really? It's, in, it's incredible, isn't it? Well, I've been a big Ben Davis fan all season, haven't I? And uh, mm. nothing, nothing that he does surprises me. I, I didn't think it was actually probably one of his better games. I think he did look leggy after, mm. if Especially anyone knows what off. a 12-hour flight from Asia is, I know himself. But, mm. um, you know, I, I thought perhaps he, I thought Rose maybe might have come on for him because... Was once or twice, and he did look a little bit leggy. But no, he's he's he booked as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Booked as well. Yeah, yeah. there was I mean, a few you know, cameras for that as well, with Rose. There was a few cameras for that on social media, Jace, at the time. But yeah, well, I mean, okay. the start of the game for me, Ben Davis is our best left back at the moment. That's for sure. Until Danny Rose gets that form back, Ben Davis deserves the shirt, and he's he's not let us down, and he's, he's played the big games this year, and we've got results in most of those. So. I, you know, I, I don't understand the clamour, but um, he, he was the. Um, he took some slack for that that first goal because of the run that Moses made, but it was good play from William that that dragged him all the way inside. Him, yeah. And yeah. The, the, the thing is, when that happens, you got to cover him. I, I think it was a little bit similar to when Mane did so much damage to him last year. When when again he wasn't given the protection, but William's a clever player and he dragged him in. But let's be fair about it, William didn't actually cause us many problems. No. other than that, he was my. Jason, can I can I say? But Ben Davis was my biggest worry, mate, um, for for a long time, and he, he he's really proven himself. I'd love to see a player evolve 
before your eyes. And do you know what? As a fan of football, and not just at Tottenham, at any club, watching a player go against the grain and really grow is 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 just a pleasure to see, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, Ben Davis has done just that. He's been absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. He's uh, he's grown from strength to strength, and for me, he's he's completely earned his place. Yeah, I've got to say, just to kind of finish up before we bring in the Stoke chat, Antonio Conte after the game said in England the situation is changing. Tottenham Hotspur are now becoming one of the best teams in this country. Pochettino said after 28 years it was so important to win, so it's a happy day for everyone connected with Tottenham Hotspur. We feel very proud. The performance is very very good, and he also said Pochettino we must use that game as, you know, a point to continue to develop this winning mentality. And I've got to just end it on a tweet before we talk about Stoke. This is from, um, I'm going to get his name after on Twitter. I will give him the, the right kind of creditation for this. Um, this is from Charlie who said, they said we'd be nowhere near the Champions League spots playing at Wembley. They said all our players would leave. They said we'd crumble without Kane. But here we are, heading into our new massive stadium at the top team in London with our young lads and manager hungry for more. And I think that is the most important thing that, Everything we've been written off at with Tottenham, everything is coming together and it is just building. And let's just hope we're going to go into that new stadium, hopefully taking an FA Cup with us. And also third successive year on a spin, Champions League football. That would just be incredible. When you look at the games to come, we've got you know Stoke next, Man City, Brighton, Newcastle, Watford, West Brom, Leicester to finish off. And I think like you said, Sam, at the start of the show, it seems like a banker at the moment, doesn't it? We can go on and do this. You'd you'd like to think so. I mean, I'm not, I don't Tottenham. like to be. We have to say it is I don't Tottenham. Like to be one we to do know what Tottenham are like. We mustn't get carried away, obviously. At the uh, same yeah, time. but do you? Do you? I used to know. I used to know what Tottenham are like, and I used to. I, I honestly, I swear to God, I used to sit down to watch Tottenham and go, "They should be providing me a defibrillator for complimentary <laughs> for watching this game." And now I, I sit down and I go. I'll take the one that, 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 like I said, when we were 1-0 down at Chelsea, you can sit there and go, we can do we this. Can and back, I just think there's thing. so much mm. good happening in there. And yeah. I, I just, I don't want to be too over positive with it because I don't want to fall flat on my face. But if, if you don't feel like there's absolutely amazing things coming, then are you really a Spurs fan? Because, yeah. you know, we've, we've, we've had the hurt and it's, it's all coming in good now. Yeah, we like to think so. I mean, this time it does feel now... We're getting up to some kind of massive crescendo, which hopefully is going to end in silverware. You know, hopefully much, much more to come in terms of the new stadium. Let me bring it round to you, Jace, then. So Stoke to come at the weekend. At the moment, they sit 19th, Jace. Six wins all season. Nine draws, 17 defeats. Home banker, Jace, what do you make of this one? Away win banker, mate. 4-0 as it always is, and, <laughs> and they're going down. They're, they're definitely going down. Do you think? Yeah. I, I, I think it's them, Southampton, and and them, Southampton, Huddersfield, yeah, West Brom, and West Brom are the four clubs. I think the others will all get out of it, but I, I think Stoke. It's either Southampton and, or Huddersfield, and, but Stoke for me will go with West Brom. Yeah. Sure. They are in trouble. They're they're going down like a Jenna Jameson's uh, <laughs> twenty-four hour special. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass out before I end this show. I don't think I can take more of Sammy's allergies. I'm literally dying here. I mean, let me ask you, Sammy, sticking with you for a second. They recently appointed Paul Lambert. I mean, it hasn't really had the desired effect, has it? I mean, they just haven't picked up form. I think they won the first game under him, but apart from that, I think they've lost... I don't know, they haven't won in their last six games. Can you be as confident as what Jay says there and we can wipe the floor of them? <laughs> Yeah, I have to say he's got it on the money. If I was sticking a deep sea diver on it, I'd be going for nil. I mean, the uh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, I'm positive w w with that. Um, yeah, 
Okay, there you go. Um, let me come around to you, Lee. I mean, despite the game, you know, for us going away to Stoke, it's always a tough place to go. But surely they have to go for this league. There's no point of them sitting back. You know, every point is vital for them. Well, I think I think that's why it suits us <laughs> completely. Because if they come out and start trying to go for it, mm. they're going to leave space everywhere. Uh, you give Ericsson space. Delhi's now on form. Kane's coming back. Let's not make any mistakes here. Mm. Harry Kane wants to win the golden boat again for Caught, the first and he, time. And he said in, it as well. He said it today. He's, for, he's yeah. four. Is he four behind? Five behind now, Salah. Yeah. He's got to give it some large. I think he's going to get at trick. Uh, that's where I'll be putting my deep sea diver. In, in terms of Harry Kane getting free at the weekend in a massive... Yeah. How good would it be, Lee, if he came back to do that, though? Could you imagine? Would, I mean, what would yeah. that be? Could, if he I came back to win the I, Golden I Boot, can you see that? I, can you I see, can it see it happening? I can see him doing it. I can see him oh, doing it. Oh, mate, I think, stop I think, it. I want to sleep. You know, it's, 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 nice, it's nice for Salah to get a bit of, you know, oh, he looks like Messi and he's got low centre of gravity. He's got a left foot like Messi and all that sort of stuff. Kane's, Kane was a one-season wonder, by the way, wasn't he? Oh, was uh, it time? Yeah, exactly. Season. But but Mohamed Salah is obviously, he's like, you know, he's world-class and he's like well-beaten. Because be he plays for Liverpool, Lee. Come on, you know this. Yeah, but do you know what? We're not, we're not calling him a one-season wonder because we're classy and we've got respect. Yeah, that's well, the I thing. We we recognise talent. He is talented. He's absolutely amazing. But and no, we don't think he's a one-season wonder. But you know, everybody wanted to put Spurs down, so that's what they had to do. I think I think I, I asked a question to the to one of uh, to your pod um, mm. last Wednesday's first pod a couple of pods ago, and Jace very kindly answers as he always does every every, every week. Um, and I asked, can we go on and win all of our remaining games? And I think at the time. Jase, you, you answered the question. You sort of said, I don't think that's the question. I think we can do it. It's just a question. Your question should have been, will we do it? So so now we're sitting here again after beating Chelsea and put, putting Bournemouth away and getting through the Swansea game, beating Swansea, all that sort of stuff. We, we've got a maximum of nine games left. On the form that we're in, with the players that we've got and the hunger and the desire that we've got in our squad, with everything that's happening, I, I, I think we... Not could. I think we will win the rest of our remaining games. I, I think we will. The only the only hiccup that we've got, you know, it's a bit spursy to go to West Brom away on the second to last game of the season, like we did two seasons ago to Newcastle and lose five one. Mm. That was spursy. We're not like that anymore. We've but we're not them. those guys we've anymore. Are we? No, we're, that's we're what I'm not. saying. We're not. We're, we're, not. Not them, we're not them people. So, so for us now to go and to, to go and do everything that we wanted to do and have the cherry on the cake with the uh, FA Cup trophy in the cabinet in the new stadium, we've got nine games. We've got nine games through. We're currently tracking about four points behind where we was this time last year. And if we go and win all of our games, just left in the Premier League, for example, we'll end up on 85 points. That's one point behind where we finished last season. And all that, Lee, only one we've been playing away for, for 38 season. games. Crazy. It is insane. Okay, well, let's round it up with them some Stoke predictions. Jace, let me start with you. I'm going for a 3 0 away win. 3 0 away win. Okay, 3 0 away win. Lee, let's go around to you. Prediction for this one? 5 1 Tottenham. 5 1 Tottenham. That's when you know you've just beaten Chelsea and you've gone mental like that. 5 1. Sammy, let's end it with you. Come on in. What are you going for? Uh, do you know what? I'll go for the 4 0 that, 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 that Jason said. Clean sheet. I'll go 4 0. There you go. Uh, yeah, clean sheet. Huming Son um, and Kane back on the scoring sheet. Kane back on the scoring sheet. I've got to say, just on that Kane debate, I think he's going to catch him up. I think the same with Lukaku last year. Lukaku edged in front of him, but by oh, the end of the season, do you remember? See. He the... caught him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this is me. Same as Lukaku. 
Yeah, same as the car crew. Th this is me not being blinkered here, right? And I know, right. I know you've heard a lot of tripe from me tonight. <laughs> the, but this is me being dead straight. You look at Harry Kane, and, and obviously, you know, we're all in awe of him. There's mm. nobody else like him. Mohamed Salah is special. He is a special player. He's doing very special Harry things. Kane's and if you think that's going to special for me, even special. Oh, even no, word, he's even more it. special, mate. But the mm. bottom line is, can you see Mohamed Salah's special form ending? Uh, just now, and then him not, you know, I, I, can you see Kane catching that up? Oh, mate, that Any is a difficult one for me, I and I'm a believer. You don't want to catch him, but with Kane, I, Kane makes me think anything's I possible, and therefore I, I, I still do, yes, back him. I agree. It's crazy. I agree. I have to say, I agree. Well, guys, I've got to say, it's been an unbelievable pod. We've absolutely loved it. I've been in absolute eyeballs of tears due to Sammy and Lee and Jason, of course. Let me just say, firstly, Jason, absolute pleasure having you back on this week. Really, really enjoyed it. No problem, mate. Lovely, thank you very much, Jace. Lee, thank you as well for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. It's been an absolute cracker of a show. Top stuff, mate. Thanks for having me back on. Really appreciate it. Wait, so can I just ask, what are you going for against the Stoke game, mate? I'm going to go for, yeah, sorry. I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for 2-0. Clean sheet. I think it's going to be as easy as many people think. I don't think Stoke are going to be as vulnerable at the back. I think, you know, 2-0. I'll keep it clean. Don't go absolutely mental. We'll go for two and see how we get on. But there you go. That's my that's my prediction. Lee, again, thank you for coming on back on power. We're going to get you on, I'm sure, Good, before the end of the season. Absolutely loved it. And Sammy, thank you again for a fabulous second performance on the last one on Spurs. We're loving you. Thank you for Tell putting up with me. Don't, thank going, you. We'll be having your banner soon in the in the uh, in the away section. We're loving it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> no problem at all, <laughs> guys. We are going to be back next week. Hopefully, discussing yet another Spurs away win. Hopefully, the Britannia. Have a great week. Enjoy the show, and come on, you Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.